sake, let's take a minute and give it up for podcasts. Am I right? Um, no, but seriously, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way to make podcasts, so let me explain. One, it's free. Two, it literally gives you all the tools you need in order to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which is amazing. Um, also, the best part, in my opinion, is that it'll distribute your podcast for you, so you can hear it on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pretty amazing, and you literally have to do nothing. The other thing is you can make money from your podcast. There's no like minimum listenership required. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, seriously, if you're like into podcasts and thinking about making one, I would check it out because it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Um, so yeah, go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What are you waiting for? Hello and welcome. I'm Victoria. And I'm Serena. And together, we're Femme Noir. This podcast is all about women, specifically in film. We're going to review and analyze movies that are written by, directed by, or starring women. And we can't wait for you to join us. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. In this episode of Femme Noir Podcast, we are going to be discussing the Netflix film, The Lost Daughter. Uh, the premise is a woman's seaside vacation uh, takes a dark turn when her obsession with a young mother forces her to confront secrets from her past. Um, so we'll start off how we always start off, how we heard about the movie, trailers and advertisements and stuff. Then we'll go into our first impressions, um, things that worked for the movie, things that didn't. Um, we'll look at nine production positions behind the scenes and where and how women were included in them. Then we'll do our fuck Mary friend zone corner with the dudes of the movie. Um, then we'll rate the movie and, uh, give you recommendations based on if you like this one or not. Um, I want to say right off the bat, I got that premise from Letterboxd. I like, don't agree with it. It says <laughs> she's, she's obsessed with a young mother and it forces her. I didn't get I know, that every at all. Review says she's obsessed and I was like, I mean, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was like obsessive, but like, I mean, like she literally just wanted to be left alone. And then they were yeah. like, no, I'm so sorry. You have to be our friend because my sister, I think, was like a fucking bitch to you. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, yeah, your daughter is like so cute. She's like, you have kids, right? And they just like kept it like bothering her. Yeah. She was, I was like, like this poor lady. I know. She was more obsessed with the doll than anything. Yeah. But that wasn't Which even... that was weird. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with that family. Like, I think it was because she was, like, missing her kids and stuff. It had, like, nothing to do with the family or anything. So that's a weird premise. They're right? just an unfortunate uh, <laughs> side effect. Yeah. <laughs> You're just wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I definitely had to look up after the movie, like, what it's supposed to be about or like what the point of the movie was if that makes sense because uh-huh. like i had no idea going into it i'm not gonna lie uh-huh. i didn't even watch a trailer for it i watched whatever that thing is that comes up on netflix and that was like it and i was like interesting but like it was really pretty <laughs> is that where you first saw it on the netflix banner mm, i want to say yes actually that was the first and then uh, and then my dad just like out of nowhere was like, oh, I saw this article and it made me think of you. And I was like, LOL, thanks. And then he sent it to me and it was about the lost daughter and like the costume design. And it was just like an article. He's like, <laughs> it specifically said something about like female gaze and then like production design. And my dad was like, those two words, <laughs> you've taught me things. I recognize these words. I'm going to send you this article. And I was like, that's Precious. that's so cute actually i love that Aww. it's adorable he knows you <laughs> female gaze i have to send this to serena <laughs> <laughs> yes anything that says female gaze just send it to us dm it to us <laughs> we will read it <laughs> but yeah how did you hear about it i actually heard about it um because people, it, it was getting a lot of buzz. Um, I can't remember when it premiered, but I remember reading 
reviews about it and it just sounded very basic um i didn't like read in depth any of the reviews but i was like like you're right i don't think this is gonna be a movie for me i thought my it would be like a mom movie i thought my mom would enjoy it but she watched it and she told me she didn't even like it it was boring and the whole thing so i was like i actually don't know the target audience uh for this movie and i think going into it because i do i get that it i think i think what it's supposed to be a story about is just like being like regretting the like motherhood and i think that they were trying to be like sub, like subverting that whole like oh being a mother is amazing and rewarding and women love to be mothers and women love kids and i think they were trying to like go against that grain yeah yeah but then i had just come out of um like a literature class where we looked at a lot of literature with the same uh like themes in mind so a premise of like a lot of short stories and a lot of stuff was that sort of idea of just they were reluctant mothers or they regretted it and and the ways that that manifested um and the works were like the the readings were so much better than this movie and like (laughs) after hearing that this movie was based on a book i was like maybe it should have just stayed a book because i read a lot of stuff that that did what this movie was trying to do a lot better um yeah and yeah things kind of just got lost in translation it feels like they also changed it because i definitely when i looked it up i was reading a little bit about like oh what happened in the book versus what happened in the movie and like the ending's completely different really yeah like in the book ending she gets in a car crash and then (laughs) she wakes up in the hospital and like calls her daughters uh-huh. And then in the movie, she like gets stabbed, <laughs> passes out on the beach, and then the next scene, you're not quite sure if she's like alive or not because she like calls her daughters and she's just like chilling on the beach mm-hmm. in like a chair, and then like an orange just appears in her hand, and they just start talking about like things. I I will say I'm really sorry to do this. I love women. I love supporting and up- uplifting women. <laughs> That they they tried to do a car crash scene. It was so bad. I literally rewinded it and I was like, "Is that really what was supposed to be going on right then?" Because she, like she's driving and it's chill and whatever. All of a sudden it like cuts and like the camera's like shaking and she's like, <gasps> and then she goes ah, and it like cuts to black. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah, I oh. like I think it's supposed to be like you're not quite sure what happens like that's supposed to be like after she like gets in the car you're not supposed to know if she like actually gets out at the beach if it's supposed to be like a replay of like the beginning scene like the opening sequence which the opening sequence was so cool yeah they really had that was a yeah they really had me (laughs) they really had us in the first time (laughs) i was like so intrigued and then yeah like, I'm still intrigued, but not in the way I want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting tired of having to be, like, contrarian to all of these movies because this movie got a lot of acclaim. And I have a lot of people I follow on, on Letterboxd and stuff that rated it really yeah, high, like, four amazing. or five stars. Yeah, and I'm like, all these movies that are coming out, I just don't get. Like, recently I saw um The Worst Person in the World. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm that one is like a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes and people are like this is the best movie of all time it's a bit i was like i don't know why i was waiting the whole movie i was like where when does it become the best movie ever i i still don't get it to this day like it was good like three stars good but like (laughs) you know not like a whole five out of five like I don't know. And I, I, I was, yeah. like, um, at my internship, like, in a video call, and everyone was, like, talking about the how great it was. And I was, like, I hate to be that guy that's always just, like, was it good, though? And I feel like that with this, <laughs> I'm, like, I would like to start enjoying the movies that are coming out. I don't know why I don't. I wish someone would tell me why this movie's good. Like, I want to enjoy it. <laughs> but It's, like, the only thing for me, this movie just... Like, and it, maybe it's just because they went with the, like, unresolved ending thing and they kind of stuck with more, like, metaphorical things. Mm. It's just, like, didn't really feel like there was, like, a point or, like, oh, a lesson true. or growth or anything. Like, things just happened and then it ended. That is so And I was like, that's true. fine, but, like, there's no, like... Like, I read one thing about it being, like, oh at the end like if you follow the motif of like fruit as being like as being like a 
a metaphor for like yeah like 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 a like childbearing birth whatever because like your kids are your fruit or whatever oh yeah like um, you bear fruit yeah like bearing fruit that it's like oh because like they have that flashback of her peeling the orange with her daughters and they're like like a snake and then like that happens quite a few times and that's i guess supposed to be like oh yeah good times with like your children or something i don't know and then they had the (laughs) rotten fruit that she had in her um place which was like it looks really good but then it was actually rotten and so it was like oh like was that supposed to represent like motherhood and the idea of motherhood and how they're experiencing motherhood and they were like oh it's supposed to be like really good and like a good orange and then it was like actually they ended up having like such a horrible experience with it and whatnot Mm -hmm. and then at the end when she's on the beach the orange just like appears in her hand and she starts peeling it and they're like, oh, maybe this is, like, supposed to be metaphorical for her, like, forgiving herself for, like, the fact that she didn't have a good relationship with her, like, children and that it, like, wasn't, like, her fault specifically. It was just kind of, like, they weren't meant to have a great relationship, like, <laughs> for where they were, like, in their life and, like, uh-huh. whatever. Like, I don't know. Oh, and I was man, like, that's, that's like a lot. A lot. Um, I feel like that was kind of a reach. I, but maybe I feel like it's giving they them a read lot of the credit. book and maybe it makes more sense in the book. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Because that's like, like a very big literary device. But like, I feel like it wasn't done enough in the movie for it to like make sense. Yeah. And at least not as much sense as this article made it seem like it should have made sense. <laughs> Yeah, that is, like, a lot for, like, it. there's only fruit in, like, three scenes of the movie. Exactly. Like, yeah, so, and it's, like, over two hours long, this movie, so it's, like, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I totally agree with you how you said it was, like, so steeped in metaphor, like, so, yeah, so many things were introduced that were never explained, and I think they yeah. were maybe supposed to be symbolic, like, when she's going through the forest... Um, there's a scene that comes that happens like three times and she's going through the forest and she like gets hit by a pine cone the first time and she like hears something the second time and the third time she like runs away but you never see what she's running from or what's happening or like yeah nothing like it's just everything the whole movie is like that where it's like if it was one scene it would be like, like oh, it's so nerve-wracking and mysterious but there's just so much that's unexplained i'm like i doubt they even have an answer i'm like are they do they actually know like do the filmmakers know what is happening because it doesn't seem like i have no idea they do (laughs) (laughs) if nothing is like explained yeah yeah i don't know none of it made sense i don't know because the same review was like oh and recap like uh she sees herself reflected in the daughter i was like yeah i get that i understood like the reflection she sees in the daughter with like both of them ended up cheating yeah um both of them are like oh my gosh i literally hate the fact that i'm a mom like i yeah. do love my daughter but this is the worst yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing yeah. and i was like that makes sense give me more of that uh-huh. i didn't understand this whole they were like nina's husband is absolutely in the mafia and i was like <laughs> is this relevant <laughs> like was this supposed to be relevant like uh-huh. to us and like the story that we are following because i didn't think it was relevant at all yeah yeah, and, like, her relationship with the guy that's, like, renting her the house, like, that was super weird, and, like... Yeah, like, bleh. I mean, I just don't <laughs> like that guy in general, because, like, I feel like every every movie that dude played in when I was growing up, he was just, like, a villain, and so I just see him as, like, a greasy villain. I don't even no. know who that is. Who is that? I honestly would have to look up what movies he was in, but he was in enough of that, like, I can... They're, like, I can picture them, but I don't, like, remember the exact movies. It's one the of those, like, guy? weird childhood memories. Yeah, but he was, like, oh, younger. that's so weird. Because I remember, I was, like, he's, like, evil just <laughs> all the time. And I feel like he's, like, either a cowboy or, like, an FBI agent or some something like that. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. Never seen this man before in my life. Um, <laughs> very weird relationship with the main character. They were, like, flirting sometimes, and then she was, like, treating him like an enemy, and then he was, like, an ally, and then he was just, like, never seen again. Like, he was, like, kind of in and out, and 
it was like there was just felt so fragmented like there was no tying up of any loose ends besides the doll but even that was weird i'm like even yeah, that was weird really they were just like oh i was just playing with it and they're like what <laughs> that I'm was like, it that's, that's why you took it you were just messing around i don't understand how that's supposed to like who on earth is just gonna accept that as the answer and it was just like weird because there was one moment in the beginning where she's like warned against talking to the family and the guy's like yeah like they're bad people don't because guy's with supposed to be in the mafia but maybe like that's why she died like maybe that's supposed to justify why she gets stabbed over a doll i think no i think it is and i'm like that's just so weak and like stupid i'm like really you're gonna because yeah, that was at the beginning of the movie the, the family literally does nothing bad the, the whole time. Like, they're just, they're kind of intimidating. But, like, nothing actually bad happens. They're also like, just, like, from New York. And yeah! <laughs> and I was like, anyone from New York acts like that. Have you ever met someone from New York? That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, <laughs> Everyone I've met from New York acts exactly like that. Yeah, so that was kind of a bummer about this movie because there was actually no threat. I was like, it was a lot of empty promises. Yeah. They didn't yeah, actually it was make really them a threat. Bad like, it was stressful for no reason. Exactly. Because, yeah, even the stabbing, I don't know. It was just so weird. The timing was weird. And there was I actually just, like, missed the stabbing. You, like, didn't notice it? Like, yeah. Like, I was watching the movie, and then, like, she stabbed her, and they were talking about, and, like, I literally watched the scene twice, and I was like, so how'd she end up, like, bleeding? And then, like, I honestly <laughs> didn't even realize that, like, she was bleeding, bleeding, like, gaping wound until, like, the third time. Oh, my God. And I was like, like, I literally kept getting to the point where she, like, gets in the car. And, like, I thought she just had a vertigo spell and, like, I don't know, fell on a rock and that's why she was bleeding. Mm-hmm. I, like, completely, completely forgot that she got stabbed. It was so minimal. It it was, and it was just like it didn't make sense either because, like I said, up until that moment, Dakota Johnson's character was nice. Like there was actually no, there was nothing hostile about any of them. That one time when she's like trying to get into her car, like that they're like intimidating. That was an intimidating moment. But nothing actually happened. Yeah, and so like the the, the boys just being assholes. Yeah, in the movie. <laughs> Like, why? Oh, girl. I don't know, man. Oh, I was no. like, I know. That entire thing was just so odd. I thought you liked it, though. So I was kind of excited to hear what you thought, but you also were just, like, not feeling it the whole time you watched it. I, like, had this feeling while watching it that, there, like, I was missing something. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I still feel like I'm missing something. Like, can me someone too. explain to me what I'm missing? Because there's so many things about, like, like the way that they get you in the suspense of like the movie is done so well like you're you're on the edge of your seat like the whole time it's just like but there's nothing after that (laughs) like what was it for (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like yeah with the open-ended ending thing like sure now we're all thinking really hard about things that's cool (laughs) <laughs> like at this point it feels lazy because i'm like there's no like that's so non-committal to just open up all of these like subplots and like relationships and all this stuff and to not end any of them or to not explore any of them and just be like oh it's a metaphor i don't know i'm like yeah like i don't know I don't- <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i liked all of the flashback scenes me too if that was like i was movie, like i kind of just wanted to see that story if yeah. i'm being honest yeah honestly like yeah. that would have been great actually yes. to just see it from young Leda's point of view yeah of like like having the husband that is just as like academic as you are and trying to be just as successful but also doing absolutely nothing to help you take care of the children that you guys had yeah um having the husband that realizes that he's not doing that well while you're gone and having an affair with someone else then coming back and feeling guilty leaving them for three years and then coming back like that could have been the story, I feel like, movie-wise. It felt like a you whole know? different movie because of how good it was. Like, those yeah, flashbacks like it was so good. were amazing. And, and she, then, like, it was so interesting. Uh-huh. I don't know. Because, yeah. like, I'm, I'm assuming the book is one of those books where, it, like, like, things are happening and then, like, 
things that happen in real time, quote unquote, remind the protagonist of something in their past, and then you get like the flashback of the past, but like the story really is about the past, not the present mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And so, but I felt like the movie was like, oh yeah, these things are happening real time, and then you get these flashbacks, but like the story was supposed to be about the present and it didn't make any sense. Like, they didn't parallel each other yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. Like, I it would have it- made a lot more sense if it was actually more focused on, like, her past bits than it was, like, the future. But it was yeah. really focused. Or not the future, the present. But it was, like, really heavily focused on the on the present. Yeah. Every time it would come back to the present, I was like, fuck. Like, there was just nothing of substance <laughs> in the present. Oh, here's another thing that they never explained. Because there was one instance where that happened when she's in the water and she flashes back to when one of her daughters is, like, drowning. That never comes back. I was like, so we're going to find out how the daughter drowned, right? Dude, I honestly honestly thought the twist was going to be that her daughters were dead. Me too, but we don't even know. They could be, but we don't know. Yeah, like, I have no idea. That's why it's just so annoying. I was like, is that why she has so much regret? Because they died and she, like didn't actually get to spend time with that maybe that's what it is i don't know like that would make a lot more sense but like can you tell me it's like i'm like girl i know i'm getting i'm getting such nolan vibes because i'm like this this feels like a situation where people like you have to watch it more than once i'm like that will not happen like they it's just it was that (laughs) nolan vibes (laughs) there's just too much nothing yeah even those movies make more sense than this one like what? Um, yeah, I'm not saying that this one's a bad movie, but um, I don't know why it's good. So <laughs> it's bad, I guess. Yeah, like I, I just feel like eh about it. Like there's uh-huh. cool scenes in it that I would totally watch again. If someone was like begging me to watch this movie with them, sure, I'd watch it. But like, yeah. I don't know if I'd purposefully on my own watch it unless like someone told me something about like like a detail or something that like I missed that makes it all make sense somehow. Yeah. Maybe then I'd rewatch it, or like if something else happens that like I don't know. I don't know if there's like an explanation or something that someone comes out with, or like a different way of looking at the movie. Maybe I would try to rewatch it because I feel like I miss something still. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't. It's it's there's mediocre. a thing with Oscar movies where they're sometimes it's it doesn't make any sense, and you're just like, huh yeah because it's it's not it's not new for there to be a movie that makes absolutely no sense and it's just nominated and you're like what why i don't know if anyone's interested in the production design that was kind of that actually made sense as a metaphor (laughs) their costume design and like what they wore and how it had a lot to do with their characters that actually made sense the article that my dad sent me like that was why I was interested in the movie and like what I was like watching the movie for and so maybe that's why I missed everything was because I was more focused on like what they were wearing and how it had to do with like their characters because like Leta wears the like super frumpy like oversized clothing and stuff like that that's like kind of plain and not really interesting and a lot of that I feel like was part of her character was like the struggle of being like boring versus being interesting and so the fact that she was wearing clothes that like weren't that interesting but like she was in Greece and she was surrounded by this like weird family and like this like young boy was like interested in conversing with her and like and her flashbacks she used to be like that cool interesting like woman who like spoke different languages and like had all these cool like academic theories about things and interpretations about things and like just that conflicting with her life now Mm -hmm. and that kind of a thing like I honestly thought that her struggle was more with like her image and how people saw her Mm -hmm. like as an older woman and stuff like that and I guess that's not what the movie was about but that's what I thought that it was supposed to be about, I guess. And then, like, her seeing herself reflected in uh, Nina, who's, like, trapped in, like, this situation with, like, 
her husband kind of not being the greatest guy her daughter that she's like okay like i love my daughter but also like i kind of hate being a mother right now and like i don't know what to do and like she always wore like strappy clothing and things that kind of like like came up high on her neck and stuff like that and so like those supposed to represent like how trapped she felt in her situation and her relationships and how she didn't see like a way out kind of a thing like the big hat's just like trying to hide from it whatever and i was like that makes a lot of sense and like when i was watching the movie through that lens i honestly got a lot more out of it uh just in those two character things it was just like like and that's probably why i said like oh yeah i did like the movie because those things specifically as like a character moment like those were super interesting to me and i thought that they played off of each other really well and i think i just fabricated my own story from their two characters <laughs> like a story completely different from what the actual movie was i'm not gonna lie yeah no i think it definitely would have been more interesting if it was like about her struggle with her appearance and her age and stuff it was more focused on that yeah but they were like that was another thing too where she never really was i didn't really feel like she was in a way um what is it called self-conscious because they were giving her yeah i didn't feel like self-conscious she was just like i wish i had that like she wishes she had her past life in the life that she's in living now like with the freedom that she has if that makes sense and like that's the only yeah. thing I saw. But I think that like, I was like, oh, been... she's looking at this lady being like, oh, that used to be me. Like maybe she's gonna try and warn her, like, hey, free yourself, otherwise you're gonna not be able to do it and be happy, you know. And then I was like, mm, <laughs> that's not apparently what the movie was about, though. I don't, or maybe it was, maybe it was, and I just, I don't know, because the plot yeah. of the movie doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, me either. Um. Yeah, because it's like they we don't even find out if they framed her or not. Like, we assume that they frame her for stealing the doll. But that's never cleared up. Dakota Johnson obviously doesn't know. Because she's, like, happy to see the doll. She doesn't even say, like, oh. Yeah, they're like, like yay, the doll. Yeah, like, so it's And also so the, fucking the situation leading up to how they find the doll is so out of pocket, to be like, honest. She finds out. What? She's like, oh, I know you're having an affair with the the mom right and the guy's like oh no you know and then they're like well you're not gonna tell anyone she's like no i'm not gonna tell anyone and then they're like can we use your apartment to have sex oh yeah excuse me (laughs) in what world does someone just ask that That like a person you literally don't know so weird yeah and she was like why me specifically and he doesn't even like answer it straight up Girl, ain't no one in this whole movie got an answer for anything. Oh Everyone pleading the fifth. It's so irritating. I'm like, yeah, did, no. did, I don't even know if they knew. Like, luckily, like, the acting was really good because was otherwise, so good. yeah, <laughs> it would, yeah, otherwise, this would not be anything. Yeah, acting like, was fantastic. There's a lot to infer from their acting. You just don't get the confirmation from the actual movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it make their acting is so good. It makes you feel like something's actually happening. Yeah, and then you think for two seconds, and you're like, "Wait, nothing actually." You're like, uh-uh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw this thing recently, and it was like, I forget what part of speech it is, but there's something in the English language called, or maybe it's not English, but I can't remember. But it's basically like when you say a sentence that sounds like it has information in it, but then when you actually think about it, it is meaningless. <laughs> and the example that was given was like, more people have been to Berlin. Uh, than me and you're like at first it like kind of sounds like it makes sense but then you're like actually that doesn't make sense and i feel like oh, that's it's like this those, movie. those like those jokes where they're like <laughs> every 60 seconds a minute passes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're like is this supposed to be like profound like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly shit like that i'm like yeah that's kind of what this movie felt like we're like okay <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, you're not wrong, but did it have to be said that way? I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a lot of effort to go through. Yeah, yeah, a lot happened, but it didn't really say anything. A lot Profound. happened, but also nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, and I hate feeling like that. I've been feeling like that a lot lately after all these movies, like just like recent movies that are coming out. I'm like, 
Nothing's really changed my life in a while. Power of the Dog was really good, but that one... Power of the Dog was great. It's already been, like, three months since I've win. seen that. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's like, a long there time. There was a movie that, like, wasn't... Like, I don't know. I'm just... And again, maybe this is just, you know, classic Hollywood. But, like, this got nominated and Passing didn't. Oh, this one? Oh, that's true. Like, Yeah, what? I liked Passing way better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was actually gonna, um... Oh, yeah, I was gonna recommend Passing. That was, I had a couple others. But, yeah, Passing, I feel like, is similarly kind of, like... It does the obsession thing better, I think. Yeah. You can tell she's the, And, like, the metaphors and everything. Like, it... Yeah. It way better. does so much better. Yeah. And, like... I don't know. I don't know. There's... T- like, the season doesn't feel right, the Oscars. Like, Lady Gaga didn't get nominated. I know. But remember how pissed we were last year that Promising Young Woman got, like, five noms? And then the year before... Dude, I'm still pissed about that. I know. And the year before, Joker got, like, six noms. So, it's always... (laughs) The system is broken. It's always been like that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, jeez. Not even a nomination? Like, you're joking me. I don't know. I just feel like maybe they're just kind of... Or maybe it's just because of COVID. Like, these are all kind of, like, COVID movies that are coming out. They're just, like, different and, like, not as good. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned production design and how good it was because moving into the big nine corner, <laughs> production designer was a woman. A- so the writer and director nice. were women. Yeah. A cinematographer, production design were both women. Um, and then costumes and makeup were women. Um, so the only people that weren't were the editor, the composer, and the people working in sound. Dang. Um are they just giving this movie to us? They're just like, ah, eh, yeah, eh, woman. What do you mean? Is it, is it like an? Is it? Is this like <laughs> white woman? White womaning the Oscars part two? <laughs> like how they did with promising young women? Oh, like you just is saw it's like is? a woman's movie, and so they nominated it like that. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, oh. woman, and it doesn't like suck, and it makes me think a little bit. Honestly, is that what happened? Is that why we got this movie <laughs> nominated? Like, I'm not. It like it Fuck. is her directorial debut, but like, really, <laughs> y'all nominated this, but not passing. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point. It it very well could be. Um, yeah, that's is part it of just fucking- because it's about white women. No, like, I, I definitely can see that now. How that they chose this like, over. Passing. This is part of their, like, diversity, inclusion, like, what is it called? Those, like, things that, like, you know how you have to, when you fill out an application, you have to, like, or you don't have to disclose, like, your gender and shit like that. I feel like this is part of their, like, inclusion program where they're like, mm, we'll do, like, one woman movie. And then they have <laughs> a daughter in the name. And so they were like, oh, fuck it. Because what was that statistic? We talked about it last year, I think. Over, um, and, like, was there even a lost daughter? the movies. I know. The girl was lost for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) False advertising, dude. (laughs) False advertising. The daughter was found. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to post that. (laughs) The daughter and the lost daughter isn't even lost. So, one star. My one star litter box. (laughs) (laughs) They found her. (laughs) One star. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) That's the title of this episode. (laughs) <laughs> one star the daughter was found <laughs> but yeah it does kind of feel like they're just like because like i had the same thought with a uh, like moonlight and um la la land when those movies were getting their awards like i thought that it should have been switched because well, it be switched. like moonlight should have won best screenplay and la la land should have won best picture that no, it did. movie Actually, would it, have been great regardless of like who made it, did it you win. know it did win best screenplay that year yeah but it's just like what like i'm not gonna like la la land kind of like like that movie could not have been done by anyone else if that makes sense like if it had been casted differently if it had been any different, it would not have been as good of a movie as it was. Which is why I think it should have won Best Picture, because that is the only 
like everything had to align in order for it to be as good of a movie as it was which like it's a great movie moonlight's also a great movie but like moonlight because of how strong the screenplay is would have been amazing regardless of like who was in it you know like, they could have switched out the guy for Michael B. Jordan, and it would have been a fucking amazing <laughs> movie still, you know? <laughs> like, they could have had Denzel Washington instead of Mahershala Ali, and it still would have been freaking amazing. <laughs> Whereas, like, I don't think, like, like uh, what was it? La La Land was supposed to apparently have, like, Miles Teller in it. Like, no, if he was in that movie, it would have been trash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel. Like La La Land is is a very Oscars best picture. I I would say I I personally, if I was in charge of the Oscars, if I was like handling <laughs> the Oscars, I wouldn't do La La Land best picture. That's that's a very Oscars movie, and so I can see where it's sus and where you're getting that because, yeah, like how could they resist? I know everyone was chomping <laughs> at the bit to give La La Land best picture. I know they all wanted that. Yeah, so bad. and I mean I know I definitely saw that movie like five times in theaters. Like I love that movie i think it was it was i mean it was a fantastic movie but um yeah for best picture of the year i wouldn't i think it was just so like but yeah it does have that element of like oscars because it's yeah it quite literally is (laughs) it's like exactly the same um timing wise as like singing in the rain was and to Mm. have like the acknowledgement that like we haven't been doing musicals and musicals haven't like been considered great since this time like mm-hmm. that was kind of like the thing but then to also pair it in with like the we don't get happy endings like it, and like to go against what essentially like the studio era of musicals was intended to be which was like a happy ending and then to like subvert it with all of the things was like really smart it just felt and so yeah it's like definitely an oscars-y yeah it felt old-fashioned to me like it it really didn't feel like it was a breakthrough movie whereas i feel like moonlight the way just yeah everything about it i felt like that is the future you know so that so it it is shocking because amazing yeah oscars would never have done that without the pressure i do agree with you thinking about it now that's very true um, because it is not an Oscars movie, like you know, Oscars. Yeah, movies but like, that. like it should be. Like that's what. Yeah. Like those are the types of movies that should be in. The Oscars. I don't why, yeah. Why did you we know? start talking about this? Was it because of that conversation? <laughs> uh, we were just I like, forgot. oh, did they just give us the Lost Daughter as a nomination oh, because it's yes. woman? But it's I'm like pretty a, it's sure, like they changed it to where they like have to. They essentially were like, you need to have two out of the four of, like, these specific things in order for your movie to be qualified Uh to be nominated for an Oscar. And so because of that... That makes sense. Yeah. And so we were, like, talking about, like, oh, well, that means that either things are going to get nominated because they're actually good and they, like, actually put in the effort to, like, include people of color and, like, minorities, or we're going to get movies that like aren't as good because they actually qualify which means that like people that like generally would be nominated for oscars like aren't going to get nominated because they didn't put people they didn't like meet the the qualifications that makes a lot of sense because i remember lost daughter like winning a lot on the award circuit and like the people i follow were shocked they were like how the fuck did lost daughter sweep um and so i guess that makes sense why it's nominated but um uh, do you, I'm yeah. going to read them actually cuz I I think it's interesting. So, essentially there's like three different categories that you can like get, I guess. And that would be standard A, standard B, standard C or D. So four. So there's four. Standard A being the on-screen representation, standard B being creative leadership and project team. Standard C is the industry access and opportunities, and then D was audience development. And then within those, there was A1, leader significant, supporting actors, general ensemble cast, or main storyline subject matter. B1, 
creative leadership and department heads, key roles, overall crew composition, C, paid apprenticeship and internship opportunities, and then offering training specifically for the underrepresented groups. And then D was just having representation in marketing, publicity, distribution, period. So need all of those <laughs> to be nominated? Or what no, is it? it says you, in order to be nominated, you have to meet two out of the four of the standards. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's still very um, loose. Not like how you said the PA thing was like a total cop-out. <laughs> the PA one does sound no like a cop-out. <laughs> Yeah, like, like oh it's yeah, so they definitely got my coffee, so we can count as yeah. getting. I yeah, if a film doesn't meet those standards, I don't. It's so easy to. It sounds like. Just, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's like, so I'm like, if you you're don't, purposefully, girl, yeah, not thinking about any of these things if you don't meet this category. Yeah, yeah, you are racist if you don't because it's <laughs> pretty easy to. Um, it's time for our reverse sexism corner. Um, and there are some cute guys in this movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. So, um, we'll do Oliver Jackson Cohen. Um, we did Jack Farthing for Spencer, I think, so we won't do him. <laughs> we'll do Paul Mescal. I think he's adorable. so cute. Yeah, I think he's so cute. And then we'll do, um, Peter Sarsgaard. Okay. I wouldn't <laughs> say Peter Sarsgaard's, like, necessarily attractive or anything, but, like, his... Uh, like he he had a charming like personality. I'm so thankful that you remember what these people look like. If I didn't have the photos, I would not remember who these people are at all. I love that I can just <laughs> tell you and you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I think that's your mind crazy actually that you just mentioned that because I've never noticed that I do. Yeah, you have a good facial like memory. <laughs> I don't remember faces at all. I will remember names. Can, cannot tell you what they look like for the life of me. That's funny. I think I would fuck um, Oliver Jackson Cohen, and I would marry Paul Mescal and then friends him. <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> Just because Paul Mescal is like, oh, he's so, so cute. Fine. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. The way I'm thinking so hard about this because I'm like, <laughs> you all three so of them are hor- <laughs> are kind of like not great people. Like both Paul <laughs> like and Peter are cheaters. Mm-hmm. Or, like, totally fine with, like, screwing other people's wives. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the other guys, the mafia. Like, <laughs> you know, keeps it interesting. Maybe I'll marry the mafia guy, because then I'd be set for life. Like, protection yeah. and whatnot. And, like, I'm not Dakota Johnson, I'm me, so I don't know what our relationship would be like, but in my head, I feel like it'd be better. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're built different, so yeah, I'm built different. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I would, I guess, if I had a side piece, it would be Paul. Yeah, yes, and yeah, I'd probably just be friends with the professor. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably have like one of those weird, flirty like friendships with the professor. This is like the first everybody's happy that you haven't. Yeah, this is the first friend zone you haven't been like, but we're not actually friends. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to actually go like, Actually, yeah, we we're going to go love after we marry <laughs> them friends. for their money. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, I yeah. might well, do if that. He's in the mafia, like, oof. I mean, it depends. Like, yeah. Is he evil or is he taking advantage of a corrupt system? And does that make him evil? It sounds like he's absent a lot, so that would work out. <laughs> I too. wouldn't have to like, like, actually play deal with, with him money. that often. Yeah. Exactly. Sounds yeah, like a great so that works out too. Yeah, and I, I just so. hang out with Paul all the time. Yeah, <laughs> in, <laughs> like to go to Greece. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. You're not built different after all. <laughs> this sounds like a great, a great situation. Actually, <laughs> I'm very. This is a great fantasy. <laughs> now you know. Now you know how it everyone happens. should fund this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what would you rate the movie? I have no idea. Probably like, what do we say? Like a five is kind of just like a, if it's on, it's on. I'm not going to choose to put it on though, you know? Mm-hmm. Probably like a five. Because like there's good bits there. Like I finished it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and like other people would probably enjoy this movie and like I liked what I interpreted the movie to be when I didn't think too hard about it so like yeah it's fine I think I would give it like a four ish yeah because I don't think I would rewatch it um and I wouldn't recommend it and it just made no sense but the acting was really good and it's like I could kind of see maybe where it was going I know (laughs) Um, but it just fell short of like a lot and I feel like the potential was there but it just there was no follow through so yeah yeah yeah. This is the vibe. Unfortunately. Um, for recommendations, I I can't remember if I've recommended this one before, but it's kind of the same vibe, but I think way better. There's a movie on Hulu called The Assistant. It came out in 2019. Um, it's really good. It's about and it's it's kind of the same thing. So I would describe the Lost Daughter as being like kind of a mundane day-to-day like very her life is very average it's like very average interactions like the thing in the movie theater and stuff like that um and you're kind of just like following her in her life um the movie the assistant is kind of it's very much the same where it's like her mundane day-to-day as an assistant to um like a, a producer like a film producer um but it's very very calm it's not like oh it's bustling hollywood it's lit and whatever it's she's like a hard worker she doesn't speak very much it's a very like quiet and and kind of i don't want to say it's a slow moving movie but um there's a lot of like tension and suspense and mm-hmm. i think it does it a lot better than this movie so it's kind of the same concept and same it's shot the same way it's also a woman writer and director um but just like different subject matter and it ends up becoming like um an issue when she like is trying to report sexual harassment and they don't believe her and there's a kind but it's like mundane and it's like a silent um struggle it's it's really really good um i can't remember if i've recommended it already but if you like this movie i would recommend that one Hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm also i'm not gonna lie but this movie kind of reminded me like this is gonna this is like maybe almost like a reach but like (laughs) <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's, it's kind of a reach um but similar to the like there isn't really a point and you kind of just watch people do things you could watch like you could watch any of woody allen's films <laughs> you're gonna recommend woody allen on no no, no i'm saying if you like to watch movies where nothing happens but every like so much happens but there's like no point you could watch any of his movies we can't ethically recommend <laughs> his movies. He's like a woman hater. We cannot tell people it was not good to watch his movies. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not jumping on board with that one. I'm saying <laughs> fuck Woody Allen's movies and fuck him. Yeah, screw Woody he Allen. He is taking up too much space in the film industry. So much he needs space to go. And for what? He needs to go. What? Yeah. So I would say that's a no for me. I don't I, even if there's. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate him so much. I just hate him so, in particularly. So, um, I actually would, in seriousness, this time, <laughs> uh, I actually would recommend. Um, because I feel like it kind of has similar like, like vibe of like seeing like you and another person. And like, but actually has a little bit more of a point would be um, late night Mindy Kaling's movie. Oh, I, I actually really liked that one. Essentially, Mindy Kaling is like the diversity hire um, for a late night show that is run by a woman, and she is. Pretty much she just has, like, really bad ratings, and she, like, doesn't really care anymore, but, like, she is theoretically, like, as a comedian, great, but, like, no one sees that in her, except for, like, you know, the people that have been working with her forever, but, like, that's not the demographic, and so she needs to, like, get with the times, and it's really interesting, and I think it's kind of cool, especially since we were talking earlier about, like, diversity and everything and inclusion, and, like, having to hire uh, people of color and, like, women, not necessarily 
being like like it's not bad because obviously it's great but like it could be better you know and what it's like to actually be that person and yeah because i feel like every time someone brings up like diversity hires no one thinks about like what it's actually like to be the diversity hire yeah like the only one yeah anyway yeah i would i would recommend that movie uh there is a point to that movie (laughs) (laughs) pieces of a woman also has a point and i honestly yeah we kind of liked that movie I know, it sucks that Shia LaBeouf is in it. I remember Ugh. that one was, like, controversial. Yeah. Dude, yeah. No. We were that starved for content that we were like, fuck. <laughs> Gotta do this one. I can't remember if it happened before the FKA Twigs thing. I can't remember if that happened before or after we watched the movie. I think it was, yeah, like, that was crazy. in the process of, like, the movie coming out. Because they, like, took his name off of it. Oh, yeah. But, like, they couldn't reshoot it. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Also, any of the movies you recommended uh for the last for Spencer. We recommended like The Wife and like The Party and those movies mm-hmm. are also like kind of like the the day-to-day like kind of thing, but then The Wife has more of the like flashback element. And like That's the, true, yeah. the thriller element, because there's some of that going on. Yeah, actually, I think the wife would be a pretty good like comparison. That one's a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. Um. Yeah. That's it, man. Okay. Well. Um. Cool. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Um. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok at Fonuar Podcast. Um, yeah, DM us, email us, give us reviews, send us reviews, review us. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and tell us what you thought about this movie if you watched it, and uh, what movies you would recommend. Actually, I I kind of want to know what movies you guys would recommend for people. That'd be fun. Not that anyone's gonna do it because like five people again listen to this podcast. Actually, I think it's thirteen like solid people. Which, if you think That's... about it, if there were thirteen people sitting in a room with us, they're just sitting there listening to us. That's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go. Um, have a great rest of your day night or whatever you're experiencing and um we'll be with you on the next one bye bye